This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X-Men, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host, I'm your guide, as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And we come to you Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and our family of broadcast affiliates around the world, including the Talkstar Radio Network Radio X, and the Parascience Radio Network. If you'd like to send me an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com and all social media sites, xzoneradiotv. And if you'd like to find out all about the Exxon Broadcast Network, the great shows we have lined up for you folks, 24-7, 365, My guest this first hour of tonight's show is Kayla Ambrose. And uh, Kayla is your travel guide to the other side. She's a renowned intuitive coach, award-winning author, and wisdom teacher. Kayla's books and courses are described as empowering by the thousands who have been inspired by her teachings. The author of six books, including The Awakened Psychic, The Awakened Aura, and The Awakened Dreamer, coming up this fall. She shares how to connect uh, with your uh, soul path and create a life and a career that is in tune with your life purpose and goals. Her website, www.exploreyourspirit.com. And Kayla, welcome back to the X-Zone. It's been some time. Thank you, Rob. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Tell me about your new book, The Awakened Psychic. (laughs) You know, I've done work as a psychic for Mm -hmm. years in so many different ways. And the reason why I wrote the book is I wanted to really explain to people that everyone is psychic. And maybe that word gets, you know, tossed around a lot yeah. and people don't understand it. Some call it intu- you know, intuition, mm-hmm. uh, being intuitive, things like that. Everyone has it. Call it a gut feeling, whatever you will. Um, and I wanted to show people that, you know, they can use the psychic when they want to, but how about being your own psychic, learning what to do and how to tap into this, this ability that we all have. Now, we're going to get more into your book on the other side of the first break, because I, I don't want to get you going and then have to stop you for a commercial. But before we go to the break, tell our listeners about the Academy of Mystical Arts and Spiritual Sciences. That is my school and I, my love. I've studied for years the ancient esoteric mystery school teachings. Mm-hmm. That's what I came back here to do, really, in this lifetime, and have always connected with them. And I've had a school for years and taught students wherever I was locally, and now with technology and the way things are, it's expanded that uh, anyone can study at the academy with me uh, anywhere in the world. They can take webinars yeah. with me, the video courses, and download them. Uh, you know, whatever appeals to them, whatever way they want to study, private teachings with me. And, uh, you know, it's exploring that age-old questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. And do you want to go deeper and explore those things? And so that's what the Academy does. Would you say that these are the living times where the students are ready? That is why you, the teacher, is coming to them? 
I think that there's always a group of people who are ready each yeah. lifetime that do it. But there is obviously something big going on in our world, as crazy as it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess I'm the eternal optimist because I'm like, something good's going to come out of this. I just know it. I just know it. And, and you know, I think we really are moving from one age to the other, from yeah. the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And so more uh, of this information, I think, is needed at this time. It's always out there, and it's more available, but more people are saying, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than this craziness we're doing right now. And I even see the same here on the show with our guests. They're saying that no matter what realm that they talk about here on the X-Zone, they are seeing an, uh, an awakening that, in their opinion, has never been so strong, so prominent, and, and, and so vast as the one that is happening now that's what i've been talking about for quite a while and that's why i came out the first book the awakened aura in this Mm -hmm. series which came out i think in 2011 and i wrote it back in 2010 and i was telling my students you know back in 1997 that this was coming i said you know it will begin in 2007 and you're going to see all the turmoil but it's it's like the sleeping giant awakening in the world and within each of us and I said, it's not going to be pretty, and a lot of you are even going to forget these things I tell you because you're going to get so caught up in just trying to survive it all. And I said, but it is going to stabilize, and by 2021, you will have you will have seen that, that difference, that shakeup within every person uh, in the world, in the economies, in everything. And I was seeing it in people's aura, and mm. I've always seen aura since I was a little girl. But I was seeing more chords in the aura that were evolving that weren't there Well, let's before. talk more about this as we come back from this break. Exonation, Keila Ambrose is our special guest. ExploreYourSpirit.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back in two. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? 
Wire crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere. Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. Keila Ambrose is our special guest. She has a new book out entitled The Awakened Psychic. Her website is Kayla, I'm sorry, is ExploreYourSpirit.com www.exploreyourspirit.com Keila, you say that people in general are less psychic now as a group, but that individually they are becoming more psychic. What does that mean? What is occurring to cause this individual psychic awakening based on the experience that you have not only as a very talented, intuitive person, but also through the school that you run? It's part of the evolution that I'm seeing happening within people because I, like I was saying uh, before the break about our aura, that it is the aura itself is evolving around us and changing. And people used to be more psychic as a group when we were uh, living more in nature, you know, not in the cities. And, and you would hear stories about this because we would just be in tune and, and the rituals and things that people would do led to a heightened sense of intuition. And part of it we needed for survival, just to, you know, feel if something was watching us, hunting us, you know, a survival at that point. And so as we moved more into uh, city living, we lost those abilities because we didn't need them in the same way. Mm-hmm. And But what's happening now is that we are, uh, instead of as a group, individually, each of us are kind of opening, awakening, and expanding where our, our psychic abilities, which I think is a sign of the times, it's just meant to be. We're in this cycle of time that's opening back up to that. And so that's why each person individually is having kind of this psychic awakening. It's just time. We're coming back to uh, a more golden age. Eventually, we're, we're away, away from that. But we're coming back to that where we'll be more telepathic. We'll be more um, able to communicate with each other without even saying words. We'll just know. We already do that. We walk in a room and we feel that. We feel the mood of the room. Mm-hmm. We feel the mood of the people. Yeah. And, and, and that's where we're heading. We won't have to say as much, which will be interesting on radio. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on here. Um, <laughs> is, is psychic ability part of our genetic code? I really think it is, and no different than anything else, and it's just a part that, that uh, we haven't ta- had to tap into mm-hmm. as much. And a lot of people, you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, I like epigenetics, and I look at that study of that of epigenetics and how, that, you know, there's certain genes that open, and there has to be a trigger. And a lot of people that you find that are really psychic had something very stressful happening to them in their life, whether it was a near-death experience whether, um, you know, a very traumatic experience, um, uh, you know, something either in their childhood or adulthood that caused a kind of maybe a strange and powerful fight or flight or survival mm-hmm. type thing. And it seems to open that part of the genetic code where psychic ability is. So when that when that's open, they start to have those experiences like they do. So I think it's 
was closed for some reason at some point. Maybe if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Maybe over the years, you know, it's gotten away in the genetic code or mm-hmm. something else happened to it. I don't know. But it seems that's when it opens is when there's some kind of stress or trauma. And now it's starting to open more like, a, you know, a kernel, how a kernel opens or a flower sure. opens when it's to bloom. Hmm. I'm still thinking about what you said about people using telepathy instead of radio. <laughs> Hmm. You'll still be there, Rob. You'll just be like, okay, are you ready to receive my message? And you'll send it to us. <laughs> so I'll just have to sit here, think to my guest, and we'll get the message out to the great beyond. I love it. Listen, over the years doing this show, I've heard intuition described as a gut feeling, intuition, and being psychic. Is there a difference? And if so, what is that difference? There is, and that's what I love to teach. And so, you know, a gut feeling or a hunch or even a, having a little intuition is like when you say, I know something's not right about that person, or I know something's wrong, but I don't know what it is. When you learn to be psychic, you're able to go deeper and say, oh, there's something wrong, and here's what it is. This person's lying. This person did this. You're able to get the information. That's what, you know, we say separates the boys from the men or the amateurs from the pros. Mm -hmm. You know, having a gut feeling or intuition is you know something's not right, but you can't define it. And when you're psychic, you you can get right to the root of it and say... Here it is, right here. You know, I don't know any parent who has never had that gut feeling that something is wrong with one of the children. And sure enough, bang, you know, you find out that there is something wrong. Or you look at that phone and you know it's going to ring and bang, it rings. (laughs) Does this come under intuition? Does this come under a gut feeling? Or is this a psychic event? It's Well, if you know who's calling on the phone, that's psychic. But if you just have a... A hunch that someone's about to call, that's intuition. That's kind of the difference. How, how much detail do you have with their feelings? And that's what, you, that's what you learn to do through practice is that first you're open to those feelings or hunches, yeah. and then you learn how to define it. And a lot of that is done through the training in the mystery schools, and that's where I studied and what I loved. We had to pass different tests like that. We had to astral travel. We had to, you know, prove that we could go somewhere in remote view. We had to prove we were getting psychic things, you know, and being able to read it. And it takes work to do it like anything. You know, like I say, we can all learn to hit, hit a baseball, but some of us are going to be pros. Some of us are going to be naturals. Some of us are going to have to practice a lot. Some of us will be, you know, uh, home run really great at it, and some of us will do okay. And it's, it's like anything else, the more work you put into it, you know, like that old saying, the more the more I work, the luckier mm-hmm. I get. So. And, of course, then there are those like us who are really great with fly swatters. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you say in your book that we're all psychic. Can you share with us some easy tips on how we can become more psychically awake? Well, okay, here's the easiest tip. Okay. And everyone laughs at me, but I, I'm telling you it's true. The first thing mm-hmm. is is it admitting that it's possible and that okay. you are. So many people have a blockage that they think it's not true, so they discount it. And I don't know if that's the law of intention or attraction or just literally opening your mind to the concept, but mm-hmm. even accepting that it could be real and you have it actually just helps open that doorway. So there's, there's you know, maybe for some people there's a mental block with that, but if not, that's pretty easy to start. And second is to... Uh, Pay attention to people and surroundings when you have those feelings and see if you can get uh, an idea. Close your eyes, see if a picture comes to you, walk in the other room and listen, see what, you know, a feeling that you get, and then try to to clarify with that person later if you can. Go to them and say, hey, I was feeling, you know, that you were upset about this or you were thinking about this and see if you can get confirmation. And it's really just a quick practice in a couple of minutes because with psychic ability, Mm -hmm. it's lightning fast. You either get the hit and you know it or you don't. You can't spend, you know, half an hour overthinking it. It's, It's really getting out of your head, getting out of the logical part of your brain and getting into the creative intuitive side. So if you're going to get it, you're going to know. And if not, then, then give up and walk away. And when I teach students at workshops, uh, we do lots of simple exercises like this. And I'll even have them sit back to back where their backs are touching. And they each have a cup of M&Ms and I'll have one of them pick a certain color M&M and put it in their mouth and 
practice just thinking about that color and what that color means to them, how it makes them feel, and then have the person on the other side guess the color. And people are shocked in these workshops how many times they get the colors right with, you know, the person sending it. So, and then they reverse and you always find, you know, one person's maybe a better sender than a receiver. And that's how you kind of, you know, see where your psychic abilities are. Are you good at sending out energy to other people? other people uh, read you easy and are you good manifesting even with that as a sense of psychic energy when you're able to send that energy out and and will it into being so you might be a better sender others are more receptive they're the receiver they're better at picking up on people's feelings what they're thinking and what's going on with them so they're better readers in that way so you find your psychic skills because it's not just um, you know, I'm trying to take the woo-woo out of this, Rob. Not everybody's yeah. supposed to be wearing a turban and, you know, reading on the street corner. And, sure. you know, I, I teach, you know, people that are in military and police and mm-hmm. uh, rescue and uh, politics and, uh, gosh, fi- finances. I teach people in all kinds of works of life how to tap into that ability to, to make their life better, whatever their career is and their work. And there's so many practical purposes or like you mentioned, children, you know, knowing what your if your child's being up front with you when they're saying, oh, I'm going to so-and-so's house tonight. <laughs> and, and, you know, and you're tuning in and you see a party and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, really? Is that where you're going? So there's just, there's so many practical purposes that that's why we're all, you know, learning it. Can you use uh, psychic ability to help you pick real estate? I have, and I do, yeah, and I teach people to do that. I've worked with realtors to help them do it. I've worked with people uh, to kind of see the psychic energy of the house before they buy it, Um, even to use their dreams to do that. And that's my, you know, we're talking about my new book. I have a new, new book coming out uh, in the end of 2017 that's The Awakened Dreamer, which is how to interpret your dreams that you have, because a lot of psychic ability will come through your subconscious and your dreams when you can't shut your mind off consciously. And I work with people to explain to them how their dreams will help them see which house is right or which, you know, piece of real mm-hmm. estate to buy. And I had an amazing dream one time about this house that I fell in love with and there was a it was a you know, good time in real estate. There was a bidding war brewing on it. I really wanted to bid on it and I went and had a big dream that night that uh out of the side of the grass this big dragon rose up and bit the house, took a big chunk oh out gosh. of the chimney, it was crumbling it. And I've studied traditional feng shui for years. So I woke up and I said, oh, my gosh, there's, there's a problem with the foundation. The dragon's showing me the energy. There's a problem with the foundation by the fireplace. And so I, I didn't bid any further. And uh, ironically, some friends of mine, um, their friend bought the house. I didn't even know they were looking at it or bidding. And I found out two years later the house had foundation problems and was crumbling right there in the fireplace. So... Uh, my friends were like, oh, my gosh, our friend told us that two years ago. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, you can really tune in with your psychic ability, and you can kind of give yourself a mental um, little reminder before you go to sleep about a problem and say, help me in my dreams. Help me remember my mm-hmm. dreams, and then help me get psychic information. And, the, you know, the dreams are wonky. You have to figure that out. I understood the dragon because I understand ley lines and feng shui and that energy. So, I got what it's doing, but you can get a lot of clarity in your dreams like that. So I guess that old expression about, you know, let me sleep on it has a lot more to it than just an old saying. I agree 100%. You're Mm. right on. ExoNation, our guest this hour is Kayla Ambrose. Uh, her website is exploreyourspirit.com. Got about a minute and a half before I have to take off from my next break with for the news, Kayla. How did you get it started in all of this wonderment that you do? Well, I guess you have to believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I do. I came back born this way, remembering past lives, telling my parents as a small child about my past lives, teaching in Egypt and Greece and the mystery schools and my mother said even in the playpen, she just felt like she should just go take a nap and let me out and go rule the world. That I was always wow. Just came back self-possessed like that. And I, you know, I remembered I asked to learn astrology at a young age and read Tarot. And it, it was just like I was just continuing on in a life that had a momentary pause, I guess, why I had to be reborn into a different body and, and go. So I haven't had a, you know, it's been a different experience for me in this lifetime because I came hitting hitting the ground running i guess i would imagine so uh before we go to the break a uh, quick question for you you do dream analysis and dream interpretation have people been coming to you with more vivid dreams yes and more of them are remembering yeah. their dreams and 
it really started uh, with some big world events, you know, which are usually more traumatic ones. But you can even go back to like Princess Diana and her death and yeah. all the recordings of people that had dreams or, uh, you know, what happened in New York and 9-11. And yeah. these, these things are awakening people and, and they're picking up more in their dreams and they are more vivid. And I, I love interpreting dreams. They're they're such great, you know, they give you such a depth of information if you pay attention. And I've remembered three dreams my whole life. Well, let's talk little. about your dreams. I want to tell you about a dream I had last night. I dreamt that I was going to have a super guest on the first segment of my show tonight. And look, here you are. Exonation Keel Ambrose is my special guest. ExploreYourSpirit.com. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break after the news right here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, StarwalkerVisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
Welcome back. Kayla Ambrose is my special guest, www.exploreyourspirit.com. First of all, Kayla, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. And one of the many things I love about you is that you take the woo-woo out of it. I try. And you succeed. I do my best. And you succeed. <laughs> you truly do succeed. As your work as an intuitive entrepreneur, you help people build businesses and careers by seeing what works best for them along with how to see future trends. Now, how does this work and what kind of businesses, you know, do psychics? I mean, yeah, besides yeah. law enforcement. <laughs> I've seen future trends forever. And, uh, you know, I was up teaching in New York at the Learning Index. And they said, well, you we're writing a book about this. Will you predict future trends mm -hmm. beyond 2012 and a decade beyond? And I said, sure. And <clears throat> I've written about those and people have tracked them to see how many have come true. And there's still some coming. I've talked about education and schools. And I talked about how politics would change. And we'd have where there'd be more corporate involvement in schools and things in the future. So I think we're seeing a lot of that coming right now with our latest election and, and where the money's going to go for things like that. And you'll see corporate sponsorships, you know, in schools and things. It's going to be interesting. And so I've always seen future trends. And, you know, it started out, uh, I was just had a lot of clients that wanted psychic readings, and a lot of them uh, were women who had very wealthy, powerful husbands, and they would tell their husbands, you should really talk to this girl <laughs> She sees these future trends. She can help you in your company or your business or your right. career. And they would kind of begrudgingly to shut their wives up, come see me. And uh, after a short time, they started hiring me and then referring me. And to be honest, a lot of them, I can't say their names because I, I find understand. confidentiality. And I, and I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I understand that. And I, I appreciate that. But why is it that it seems, now, now correct me if I'm wrong, that more women come to see psychics or go to see psychics than men i think women are just <clears throat> more in touch emotionally and honestly they're they really think a lot about relationships and that's why they come a lot you know they start there and i will talk to them about that but mm -hmm. then i move into the other things like what about you what sure. are you doing what are you doing to and it makes them think and grow and then they reach out, and now it used to be mostly women, and now I see more men as clients than I do women because what I do consult with now and coach with is business intuition. So I have a lot of clients in politics. I have clients on Wall Street and investors. I have a lot of tech, like angel investors and guys in tech that want to talk about future trends and where things are going, and I just always love business. I just do, and so it's very fun for me. It's very interesting and I love it when I get someone with a company that I know nothing about and I know nothing even about understanding what they're creating, but I can see clearly what they need to do. And that's the fun part, trying to explain it. <laughs> like a gadget I see and I don't even know what it is. And But, uh, you know, I'm, I do well because I have good results yeah. with it. And I built my company up from the ground with that back when I started podcasting in 2000, at the end of 2005. And I would have to go to publishers and say, I'm doing a podcast. I want to interview your author. And they would be like, what's a podcast? I'd yeah. have to you know, explain to them. It was, it's hard when you're ahead of the trend like that. What is the, the physiology behind being a psychic? How does it work? I wish, I wish I could explain that in depth that I knew. You know, That is one of those mysteries. And I don't think it works the same for everyone. Um, there's different layers in the aura, even the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual layers. And some psychics work through the mental layer and, and some work through the emotional layer. And uh, you can see the difference in those that do, you know, where they're able to pick up. Some psychics are, they only learn the first layer and that's really seeing the aura around a person. So if you're thinking every day, uh, you know, I really want to be a florist and you think about that every single day and you go see a psychic and you say hey what's my career going to be and they can only read the first level of the aura which is your thoughts they're going to say oh i think you want to be a florist and the person's going to say woo 100 percent hit that psychic is awesome it doesn't mean that you're really going to be one it just means they were able to pick up on what you're thinking if you're a second or third level psychic you've trained to go past the aura up into the higher realms up where you can see uh, karmic imprints up where you can see Akashic records and and beyond just what that person's thinking about. So you see the blockages, the challenges, mm -hmm. the 
other things to come and you can give a more full bodied reading about things like that and and because you would also be able to explain the obstacles to becoming a florist for example because we all want things but we don't always achieve everything and so a psychic that can go further and deeper can explain that but that takes more work more dedication to the craft you know like anything so Uh, The same way you reach out for a specialist for health things, Mm -hmm. the same thing, you know, get to know your psychic if you're looking for something like that, what they do, how far they go with it, you know, um, and there there is a difference. There, There are different levels. What about the psychics that go to psychic fairs? You know, how can a person who who goes to a psychic fair because they have something on their mind, there's no two ways about it or else they wouldn't go and stand in line for a reading. How can they tell whether or not a psychic at a psychic fair is a level one, two, or three? Well, I don't know if you can walk by and tell unless you're (laughs) intuiting them. But, you know, a psychic fair is a good way to get to find maybe a psychic that you'd like to work with long term. Uh, you know, because you're f- 15 minutes and it's usually not very expensive. So yeah. that's a good way to kind of try something out. Um, because people that take it seriously, like people that work with me, you know, they kind of have me, you know, for the long term. They're they're looking for future goals. And I work with them, you know, several times a year, year after year. So you want to get to know, like, a, who was it, J.P. Morgan that said, you know, anyone can become a millionaire, but... Um, if you want to become a billionaire, you need an astrologer, and you need a team like that. He mm. used to admit that. And so um, <clears throat> those psychic fears are a good way to find out. Now, when someone comes to me for a reading the first time, uh, if they come in person in my office, my assistant brings them in, and I sit with my back to them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to know anything about them. I don't want any advanced questions sent to me. I don't even look at them. And so I sit with my back to them. I open up, and I read their aura. And then I psychically read them, everything I see, uh, everything I know. And then when I'm done, I finally turn around and face them and say, okay, now what questions do you have? So they know that what I'm getting is what I'm getting, that there's, you know, I'm not looking at them to see if they have a wedding ring on or if they're smiling or frowning or anything about them physically that could give any hint to anything. And and I just think that's a good way to do it, that I know it's clear and that what's coming through me is coming through me. So that's that's a good way maybe to to see how much information, you know, do you get sure. from the person like that. You know, here we are in the year 2017, and I, I've seen an insurgence of people who want to get involved in the paranormal over the past 26 years of doing this show. You know, there's more and more people who want to become ghost hunters or researchers, UFO enthusiasts, Bigfoot uh, researchers. Why do you think that is? I, you know, I've thought about this a lot. It's the same, why does everybody love Harry Potter? Because instinct, you know, instinctually within us, we know there's more. We know there's more to us. We know we're magical on some level. And we just don't remember how to turn it back on. But we, we instinctually know it. And we're bringing it back. So when we read Harry Potter and get excited, when we watch those shows, when we share a ghost story with someone, you know, I write some of my books, Spirits of New Orleans, Ghost Hunting North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I talk, you know, I, I go on those adventures and I write about the, the ghosts that I see and the haunted places and the haunted history. And I love writing those books, you know, that are travel guides and, and sharing those because everyone has a ghost story. Everyone has some something where something out of the ordinary happened to them. And it just opens up your mind and your life and you say, there's more. There's more than what I've been thinking or seeing. And it's our birthright. We're trying to claim our birthright again of who we are as magical beings. Now, you're a psychic and you're a medium. What is the difference between the two? Well, some people can be both and Mm -hmm. some people are one or the other. A psychic sees the future. A psychic says, you know, I see this and this is what's coming. A medium sees dead people. (laughs) So maybe a medium psychic, maybe they're not. You know, they're they're able to see and communicate with those that have crossed over or ghosts that are stuck here. Um, So some people can be both. Some people are one or the other. Do you think the veil between the two realms is getting thinner? Yeah, I used to say that a lot. And now I just think we're getting stronger. Ah, so we're the one causing the rift and not the other side? Uh, you know, I think it's, you know, I think there are times when mm-hmm. the veil thins, just like, I mean, that's the concept of Halloween, right? 
that it's a really thin veil so you can communicate. There are times when it's cycle than it is thinner. Uh, I think it's even thinner like at sunrise and sunset for a couple minutes on each side. Um, there's certain times of day it's thinner, but I think we're getting stronger where we're able to crisscross back and forth easier. What has been the strangest thing that has happened to you in your professional life as a psychic? Oh, my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, there's so many crazy ones. I wouldn't yeah. even know what to say. Oh, give me the craziest no. one. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I laugh. I'm like, okay, which one could I really tell about someone? <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't know. I guess it's just, um, you know how people say, oh, I wish I was psychic. I wish I knew what yeah. other people think of me and things. No, you don't. <laughs> That's like the downside to it. You don't, most people don't think good things all the time. And, you know, I... I you know, I, I met a very strange, peculiar person one time who was not thinking good things, and I had to take action on that to, yeah. you know, get that person some help before someone was hurt. So, I mean, that Ooh. was very, very strange and bizarre, bizarre to pick up on that person's thoughts and energy and know those kind of things. And, um, you know, astral traveling for the first time and yeah. being tested by my teacher and having to go you know, just follow this cord of energy to locate this person I'd never met and only had their first name and try to find them and, and locate and see what they were doing and see through their eyes. I remember first time I did that, I was, you know, blew my mind that we could do these things. And um, there's been, I mean, I could tell you ghost stories all day long and encounters like that of things. And, and uh, you know, one of the stories I, I share in Spirits of New Orleans is seeing what the only time in my life that I would swear was a vampire and watching its effect on everyone uh, that was around where it was literally shutting them down, like sucking their energy. Like a, psych and, a psychic vampire. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, but uh, the people I talked to in New Orleans said that, that, they, uh, that they recognized the description of the person I gave and that that person had been oh told in stories for a long time. And would do both if it had access to a person to get blood as well. There is, uh, there's a lot of energy and there's a lot of uh, things that people don't really understand in the blood that you can kind of get a lot of information from when you when you do that. So there's that. But yes, but they were doing first they do the psychic vampire thing where it slows uh, down your breathing. It puts you in a in a zombie almost like state and uh, where you're very pliable and. I was in a carriage at the time in New Orleans, and uh, the driver was trying to go towards him. It was like he was hypnotized. And the horse was, well, the mule, I think, really, on those carriages. The mule was fighting it, and I was fighting it. I was putting a white light shield around me and tugging at the guy, saying, no, no, go the other way. It was the most intense sense of dread I've ever felt, like literally some, something sucking the energy out of me. And Unreal. I've only experienced that once, and I, I hope I never do again. It was you know, it's the kind of things like you do mm -hmm. see on TV or something. You're like, that's unbelievable. And I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't experienced it. Well, stand by, Kayla. You and I have to take our final break. Exxon Nation, Kayla Ambrose is our special guest. And her website is exploreyourspirit.com. We'll both be back on the other side. And no, we're not going to drink a pint of blood together. No, I gave that up for <laughs> Easter. Jack Daniels, maybe. Blood. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back, everyone. Kayla Ambrose is our special guest this hour, and Kayla has many new books, but we're talking about The Awakened Psychic. And if you'd like to get more information about uh, Kayla, visit our website, exploreyourspirit.com. And Kayla, where can our listeners get you, get a copy of your book? It's uh, everywhere books are these days, the Barnes & Noble and Amazon and online and, you know, the e-book, mm-hmm. with Kindle and iBooks, all of those, whichever way you want to read it. So. Hey, listen, it's... And I'm oh. printed in like six or seven languages now, a lot of my books, wow. which is exciting. Look at you go, girl. <laughs> but of course, you knew all this was going to happen because you're psychic. Oh, I wish, but that's such a good point. You know what the worst part is? Mm. Most psychics can't read for themselves. I never know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> well, let me ask you something. What, what do you see for me, you know, in, in my future? You want to go there, Rob? Sure. Are we going there? Yeah, okay. Be honest. Be honest. If it's lousy, tell me. You know how I am. Um, you know, it's interesting. I see an opportunity for you where you're kind of uh, collaborating with the things you do, and 
going outside of Canada, going with another country and expanding mm-hmm. it. I think you're going to get an offer about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, I feel like, I don't know if someone's going to ask you to participate in it or if you're going to do it, but I feel like you're writing a book with somebody and talking about things and also getting into coaching because you have a lot to offer um, with who you are and what you do in so many different ways. And I think it starts with a book. And I see you doing a lot of coaching for people, helping them. Hmm. Not that you're not great at what you do, but like to give yourself some time to do those other things and share those other parts of you and teach some others. Because you have a very, you have a strong teacher energy about you as a, you know, a strong leader and teacher and um, a lot of people who need your help. But I think you've already been doing that, probably helping people get mm-hmm. radio careers and yeah. want to do this, but there's a lot more of you beyond that that needs to be heard by others and, oh. and shared. So I think you could really forge a whole career outside of the career you're in if you wanted that is still connected to radio and everything you do, but also really coaching people and teaching them how to, to do some other things as well. Because, you know, you can teach people how to do a certain thing, but at first they have to be right within themselves and, and really know who they are and what they're going to do. And so you've had a lot of life experiences that have made you the great interviewer you are and the well-rounded person that was, you know, beyond your radio career. And I think you would have a way of showing people how to take those things and make it into interesting stories so they could tell their story, whether they want to write it, talk about it, you know, share it and empower them in that way. And um, you just, you you know, you just have a long, like the guides and the spirit I see around the other side with you. They're all kind of, um, I don't want to say warriors because that sounds, you know, too aggressive, but more like a military or police or stand up good good guys like that you know the good guy hats and protecting and you have a lot of that as well and that's really needed right now that authenticity and that strength and that protection that divine masculine energy to hold up and um a lot of people want to do these things but they don't really know how to engage with themselves empower themselves and do those things and there's there's a career out there if you want to expand on that doing that where you can really empower the next generation um, you know, younger to to live that authentic life, and people are looking for that right now. They're not quite sure where they fell in, and wow. radio would be part of it. But there's so much more. So, put me as a pre-sign up for your book. I'm down oh, for it. God I bless you. Buy a copy. You know, you've got me blushing over here. Oh. <laughs> but thank you very much for those kind words. Um, speaking about young people, there seems to be. What is your take on, on the rainbow children, the indigo children? You know, I know we have all these, there's these different definitions of crystal children, yeah. indigo children. And, you know, we we as humans always like to try to label everything, right? Mm-hmm. We have the millennials, yeah. we have the greatest generation, you know. And, I, you know, I'm just not a good labeler. I don't, I don't, I think lots of people come back with different things and it's yeah. all mixed. And that's just too orderly for me. In some ways, oh good. I, I thought like it would be labeled. You oh know? good. I thought it was just me. Oh, thank oh. heavens. <laughs> you know, if you told me I was a rainbow, I'd be like, oh wait, no, I don't want that anymore. Can I be, you know, something else? I want to be blue or something only. And <laughs> I just maybe I'm just too rebellious like that. But I don't. That's why I don't like to be. People try to. Oh well, what religion are you exactly? And you know, I, I'm trying to explain. You know. Spiritual can be just a connection with all things. You don't have to label it or have dogma. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm all flower child either. You know, I have, uh, obviously I run a successful business yep. and I, you know, I'm in the world, but I just, I think when we start labeling, then we put expectations on people that, especially if they're indigo or crystal or whatever, they don't need those old labels and expectations. So, Here's a question I'm sure that you get asked all the time, because I know when we used to have the open lines for psychics every Friday night, one of the questions that was always there, in fact, this is one of the reasons why we, why we why I decided not to do telephone calls anymore is because, you know, people get the same questions all the time. And this question was, you know, uh, everybody wants to know if, well, this is my opinion from the psychics we've had on the show, that they all want to know about their love life. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Can't they figure um, that out? Well, you know, as a, all the years I did that, honing my craft and my yeah. skill, people either want to know, you know, health, wealth, or love, life. 
Those are the three biggies, you know, and it really is where they're at in their lives. You know, mm-hmm. if they're sick, they want to know about their health and, you know, if they're having money trouble. And I really got tired of it, especially because it would be uh, calls like, you know, well, will he stop cheating on me yeah. this week? And um, so I stopped where I would only do readings. I call them year and review readings. Mm-hmm. And they're literally once a year for clients where I'll tell you all those things. You know, are you going to move? Are you going to get married? Are you going to get have children, get divorced once a year, because I think people get too dependent on that. And, you know, how many times can I say, no, he's not going to stop cheating. Exactly. You know, a week's not going to do. And so that's part of why I wrote the Awakened Psychic book, too, so people could learn to be psychic for themselves rather than, you know, giving that energy away to someone else to tell them what they already know the answer to. And most people are psychic, even the questions that people ask. They already know the answers deep down. A psychic is really just helping confirm it, you know. And sometimes the psychic's a counselor in a way. Sometimes they're a coach. Sometimes they're just confirming what people already know at the, but, at the but, soul level. But is it fair for people to put that type of responsibility on another person and not take the responsibility themselves? Yeah, see, I don't think so. And, and a good psychic should have, yeah. you know, I have a, a paperwork that I send out that explains all that, mm-hmm. that... You know, even explaining the free will thing versus destiny and that you're only seeing one potential of how a person's life could go based on the actions and the thoughts that they're taking at that moment. And that if they change their thoughts or they decide to take a step and a leap of faith or do Mm -hmm. something different, they immediately change all the energy around them and change the outcome. And so it will fall, you know, together completely different. And so a big part of that for a psychic to do is to try to explain. And I say, you know, that's why I have Explore Your Spirit is to educate, to entertain, and to inspire. And why I write the books I do or teach at the academy so people can understand that most of all, going back because I'm, you know, I'm a mystery school wisdom sure. teacher, which is self-introspection. And my real goal is not to be a psychic, but to teach those things. Who am I and why am I here? And when I get someone to answer those questions fully for themselves at that level, the rest of it, they're not going to really need a psychic because when you're checking in at that soul level, you're kind of being put on the path. Mm -hmm. You understand things are unfolding as they should. You understand to look for the signs and the signals and the hints that are coming your way. You don't need to go to someone else. The age of Pisces was about the guru looking outward, the teacher, the master, the guru, the priest. The age of Aquarius is the inspiration dropping from the heavens above within. You go within to find the answers. That's what I'm trying to teach. That's why I have the academy, to show people how to do that self-observation and introspection and and go within and, and seek the answers. Kayla, what is your greatest psychic gift? Um, you know, I think it's my empathy uh, because I just love the world and I love people. And I find something to love about every person I mm-hmm. meet. And I, did, I think love is just the greatest thing in the world and we we all need to be loved. <laughs> that That is so true. You know, and I think that's what every religious philosophy has tried to embed into us is, you know, and, and musicians, poets, the artists have all told us that all you need is love. Yeah. You know, and... The rest of it will work itself out ex- if you're true to yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, you try to do your best and it doesn't hurt to find the good in everyone. Everyone's got good. Everyone right. has a story. Everyone... Even where they're at, they have a story that brought them there. And, you know, because I believe in reincarnation and many lives, mm-hmm. I've been all those people, too. <laughs> I've done all the bad things in one life or another that you can do. So, you know, there go me in a different lifetime as well. So when you have empathy for others yeah. and you see that, you don't have to like their actions, but you can still love the soul on its journey. You know, and t- if you can do something to help, great. And, and if not, just try not to harm. I hate to do this, but you and I have to say so long for tonight. I wish you continued success, my friend. And as always, I look forward to the next time you take time to visit us here at the Exxon. And as I tell you each and every time, the door is always open for you. Thank you so much. Bye, Canada. I love you. We love you, too. <laughs> Exxon Nation, our guest this hour has been Kayla Ambrose. Visit her website, www.exploreyourspirit.com. And to find out all of Kayla's books that are available... Google. It's that simple. Or 
I'll share a secret with you. It's called Amazon.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> 